Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. given to Jesus in scripture is king of kings. Whatever earthly king there is, or in our context, a president or a prime minister, Jesus is the king over them. In our democratic societies, we tend to have some irreverence for our leaders, but for much of human history, kings and queens were viewed with the utmost of respect and fear. They also often held to their thrones with violence and intimidation and viewed threats against their rule with great alarm. Reminding ourselves of that will help us with today's verses. We continue in Acts chapter 17, verses 1 through 9, which says, When Paul and his companions had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. But other Jews were jealous, so they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd, but when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city officials, shouting, These men who have caused trouble all over the world have now come here, and Jason has welcomed them into his house. They are all defying Caesar's decree, saying that there is another king, one called Jesus. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Then they made Jason and the others post bond and let them go. So we see yet another civil disturbance breaking out in Paul's ministry. This is starting to become a habit, and it will not be the last time we see this in the book of Acts. The gospel is causing division wherever it spreads, as it tends to do. The gospel calls people to make a decision, and some people do not care for the decision that it is calling them to make. As we begin, Paul continues in his general habit that we see throughout Acts. He goes into a city, he finds the Jewish synagogue, and he starts sharing first with the Jewish people, winning believers through his explanation of the scriptures. Many are coming to Jesus in Thessalonica, but that's actually the problem. Jewish people in the city are also jealous, and they stir up a mob, and they start this riot. The opponents of the gospel are out for blood, and when they can't find Paul and Silas, they redirect their anger and take it out on a different believer, Jason and some others with him. The scene sounds very chaotic, and the men are brought before the city officials with the charge, these men have caused trouble all over the world. It's an exaggerated statement, of course, but it's also at the same time an interesting statement of truth. The gospel is causing trouble, and it is indeed spreading all over the world. These men themselves are not to blame, but the message they share is both advancing and being received, while also being hated and rejected by some simultaneously. The crowd is also angry that the claim is made that Jesus is another king and is to be submitted to as a king. This is a major accusation for a touchy Roman culture. Caesar was the king. To say otherwise was full-out treason. The Jewish crowd had said something similar about Jesus to Pontius Pilate in order to get Jesus killed. Jesus was saying he was the king, but the crowd said, We have no king but Caesar. 
They didn't really mean it then, and the Jews in today's verses don't really mean it now. They all hate Caesar, but it's a good way to get people that you don't like executed by saying they are threatening to Caesar's rule. Today, consider your own prime minister or president or political leader, and then consider the kingship of Jesus in your life. Is there anywhere that the kingship of Jesus conflicts with your earthly leaders as they do in these verses? What does that mean for how you're living out your Christian walk in your own culture? And what is a Christ-like way to respond in his example? Music